Wake Up. Wake Up Options is back. Season two. Season two. Tech, I mean, episode 10, season two, whatever we want to call it. it we're back. Uh, long hiatus. Because, uh, you know, coronavirus and the state of the world. Uh, if you listen to this in the future, uh, come back and tell us how to beat this. Please, please. But anyway, this episode of Wake Up Options, just like all the ones previously, but now with a new season of worth of episodes now that the fall semester has restarted. We, the opinions on here are <laughs> shocker, not representative of the organization or university as a whole, but we are very glad to be back to you in these interesting times where a lot has changed. Yeah, uh, so the state of the world is, uh, at least fighting game-wise, all online. All online. Uh, much like we were talking about previously, a lot of stuff just started to go majorly online. A lot of online tournaments have thrived. A lot of games have changed. Evo got canceled. Evo got canceled for good reason. Yeah, Man, that, Matt, Mr. Windsor's a scumbag. Well, it, got, it, got, it got canceled for cance, cancel culture reasons. And cancel culture? No, you mean righteous reasons. Righteous reasons. It was obviously, obviously, I mean, let's be fair. Man, I'll clown on everybody. It's yeah. fine. It got canceled because of its strong family values. But anyway, if you guys don't know, my name is Matt. And I'm Aaron. And it's, yeah, man, it has been too long. It's really it really has been. It has. Anyway, there's so much. There's so much has changed. But let's let's talk a little bit about what's changed over the summer. A lot of new fighting games. The since Evo didn't happen, there had to be a lot of different ways to announce stuff. KOF 15 still lost in the deserts. Yeah. Uh, Street Fighter 5 has a season five. Mortal Kombat 11 has With the, the aftermath. The rival schools character. That's yep, pretty good. Yep. Uh, Shows that Capcom actually yep. cares about their brands. Yeah. Uh, you know, it only took six months, but uh, <laughs> Dragon Ball finally announced character number three, Master. Roshi. Master Roshi. Master Turtle Roshi. Hermit himself. Definitely been wanted since the first season of the game. I'm really supportive of that kind of choice. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think the obvious next step after Roshi is to go with Mr. Satan. Mm-hmm. Couple. Uh, I can't yeah. think of any other character that would be more deserving than our our boy Hercule. There's no other character that makes sense. Aaron, Aaron's Dragon Ball mind is clouded. Maybe Aaron's Dragon Ball clouded. character doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, we need a team entirely yeah. made yeah. of regular human people. Let's get Amen. Citizen number three, or perhaps the world tournament announcer. <laughs> See, I'd be fine with that one. That's fine. Uh, just run running through super quickly some of the other updates to fighting games. Oh, Guilty Gear Strive delayed a little bit more, but yeah. announced new character Nagoriyuki, uh, who is apparently a vampire as well, but that original character that we saw in the first trailer of the game. And returning Leo Whitefang, which is uh, a character that I did not expect to see because of his... Connections with Exard, with Exard only, but he's not a long mainstay character like some of the other ones that are coming back, like Milia and Zato. And, oh, sure. Well, uh, he was relatively popular yeah. in the Exard series. He was. Right. He was a very popular fan favorite. Not so much to old-time Guilty Gear fans, but definitely to newcomers. He was a very easy-to-pick-up character, very notorious for that. Oh, absolutely. Despite even being a charge character, like an easy-to-pick-up charge character, kind of rare. Yeah. We'll probably thrive and strive. Yeah. And yes, I meant to make that rhyme. That's okay. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 got its aftermath update. We talked about that briefly. Briefly, briefly. In the future uh, in the past. This podcast. It's been a bit. Has been a little bit. Uh, I don't know if we ever fully gave our opinions on all the characters post release. Eh, we don't need to. It's. I mean, we don't need it's to. It's old uh, news by this point. It's old news by this point. But if you care, uh, mm-hmm. I like Fujin. I know people who really like RoboCop, and I've heard Shiva is pretty good. Fair enough. Fair enough. I have not played the aftermath update. As a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Very surprising number to me. But they've only had, like, skin packs up to now, so irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. a couple Sad. skin packs. Potential, maybe, to get some uh, major announcements come September with DC Fandome 2. True. 2 Fan True. 2 Dome. 
Two fan, two dome, two dumb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, DC Fandom 1 was good, but uh, no fighting game announcements, so we're not going to talk about it. Nope, uh, no, nothing too huge. No. I uh, think the Street Fighter Five one was like one of the bigger ones along yeah. with uh, Guilty Gear. Yeah, Those are the two games that have been really... Uh, cooking. Cooking, yeah. yeah. Uh, really marinating been, a little bit. Except been, King Fighter 15. There's, there's, <laughs> been some, there's been some Soul Calibur stuff. Yeah, no, Setsuka uh, for Warden, Soul Calibur 6. Warden from... Samurai uh, Showdown. Or no, sorry. he's in Samurai Showdown. Yeah, he is right. from For Honor. Yeah, For Honor's the Warden is now in Samurai mm-hmm. Showdown. Generic um, looking yeah. character, but I heard he's very fun. Yeah, and then of course Halmaru from Samurai Showdown is now yes. in Soul Calibur Six, yes. along uh, along with a uh, series classic Setsuka from Soul Calibur Three, who is the most recent. You'll see a uh, one handed katana flash quick draw type. Ah, uh, okay. Anime. Also with an umbrella. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see. Umbrella anime. sword. I think that's just a good setting. Honestly, yeah. Uh, that's something mm-hmm. you'd expect out of, like, the Penguin. Not to get too comic-oriented He's way today. too comic-oriented. <laughs> uh, is there anything new out of Tekken? Uh, Tekken, they announced their Season 4, and they probably have another wacky guest character coming in, oh. i.e., like, Negan and Noctis and all that. Okay, another that's wacky what, that's guest really character. Uh, my, they they guess... finally patched uh, Bakuman. Oh, is he just too good? Oh, yeah, he was like the Leroy situation where he uh, came out, and he was, like, okay. completely busted for okay. a long time because uh, he had weird hitbox. Uh, and now he can't sidestep stuff just because he has weird hitboxes anymore. But that's a that's a deeper conversation for more classic Tekken heads. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I enjoy Muay Thai fighters in fighting games. I think they're like the most well, like one of the more well known archetypes out there. You know, mm-hmm. you've got your Bruce Lee clones, you've got your ninjas, you've got your Shotos, you've got your grapplers, and then of course you have your Muay if Thai fighters. If only Shotos existed in real life, I want to see somebody on the streets like throwing a Hadouken or something. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> can, can we get like real life Street Fighter? Can somebody right. out there like? Come to our studio that mm-hmm. isn't a studio and that's just your living room. Seriously. And just teach me how to throw a fireball out of my hands. Seriously. If somebody can do that, I would legitimately, like, <laughs> I would give them, like, the $20 I have in my wallet. There you go. Like, there you go. A case of beer. Fair enough. But beyond that, there hasn't been a ton of more fighting game updates and things have been kind of slow. And I think that's for the better. Let everything recover let it stay. Good. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, a lot of companies are just trying to figure out how to make their online bearable. Um, unfortunately, Bandai Namco has still not figured it out. No. Rollback Neko, definitely a talking about. The, actually, a huge thing to talk about. The the Japanese developer fighting game oh, yeah, the, Roundtable. Yeah, the Roundtable. Uh, Rollback came up. <laughs> For two seconds. Yeah, it, about it. <laughs> it came up. They're like, oh yeah, this is a thing that exists. It's too expensive to integrate in our games. Yeah, uh, yeah sure. You, you tell that to the people that have been porting SNK games. Seriously. Team Mystic. But our code mystic, yeah, beautiful guys. I love oh them. yeah, oh yeah. I, uh, Basically, the big takeaways from that fighting game roundtable is they want to. The best thing is that they want to start doing crossplay more. Yeah, that seems to be the way of the future, and I like that, especially with next gen coming mm-hmm. and with how similar, apparently, the Series X and the PS Five are going to be. Right. I'm very excited. That said, no fighting game announcements for next gen, so we don't care. Yep. I mean, there's an assumption that Street Fighter Six is happening. Um, not for a while. Not for a while. Though. Especially with this season five. Yeah, season especially with five. season five. I've heard that season five is just a stopgap so that Capcom yeah. has something coming out to make money off of from the fighting game division. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with the departure of Ono recently. Right. Uh, you know, that's that's a big deal. Yeah, he's uh, been he's been involved since Street Fighter Four days at least. Yeah. Uh at least at least from a public from a like a community yeah, public like a, or marketer, producer. Yeah, exactly. The, the same sort of role that the guys who are in the combat cast for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like so, uh, Tyler Lansdowne. Yeah, Tyler Lansdowne, Stephanie Brownback. Right, 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 right. Yeah, those guys. The, yeah, it's 
I like how Capcom's communication has gotten better and better. I think Ono. We finally was... met the we finally met the developers. Yeah, right. the, the producer and the director of the game. Finally, you know, it's not their like, names escape me at this current. They, moment. they do. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could edit them in later, but we're we're not good enough at the audio <laughs> no, editing. No, not hearing our voices. That's about the much. You might. You can read the description. I'll put it in. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they, they seem like super personable, and then I just think that, that, that the whole Street Fighter Five announcement thing was great. You know, they right. had some uh, pro wrestler guy. Kenny Omega. Yeah. Kenny I, Omega. I've heard he's a good dude, but... He's um, very good. At, at CEO, him and a couple other guys uh, cosplayed as Akuma, Ryu, and Ken and did a wrestling match. Okay, that's fantastic. It was really cool. Uh, it was really fun. I'm a not, lot of fighting you guys have a real appreciation for what, wrestling. I, I have an appreciation for the storytelling, way, the way they do things, but personally, it doesn't appeal to me. Overtop characters sounds like a fighting game to me. Yeah, overtop characters, <laughs> uh, naming your moves. It sounds like a goofy fighting game to me. Uh, t- storytelling through combat. Right. I mean, I'm, again, I'm not a wrestling guy. I can appreciate what they do, but uh, doesn't necessarily appeal I, to me. I appreciate That said, it. the King of Fighters mobile app has uh, The Rock. Yeah, the cro- King of Fighters All-Star crossover yeah. with uh, Honestly, WWE. <laughs> uh, oddly enough, it's, it's not a horrible game. There's some not horrible. there's some like skins and designs in that. It's like, mm-hmm. man, if only uh, SNK would put, actually put skins in their games. You know, I feel that when I see Teppin, the card game. That one is a, that one is really good as well. Yeah, like there's some actually like interesting character designs in there, right? Mm-hmm. So like you've got uh, I'm just trying to think of one off the top of my head, like Vampire Hider. Yeah, that's Vampire not Hider bad. Looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mean a, 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 yeah, a lot of them are like very very centric toward like the right. Wifu fan base, right? Yeah, like, ever since SNK like, heroines, I mean, you know. Oh yeah, that, that's gonna be like, like that. that's that's an aesthetic for people. Oh. Yeah, questionable aesthetic. Question is, exactly. But then you have like Power Rangers, Ralph and Clark, <laughs> which is potentially like one of my new favorite things. Because again, Power Rangers, Battle to the Grin. Yeah, Battle to the Grin. It's been updated a few times. It's like a legitimate Samurai contender. Ranger coming up. Yeah, I'm apparently it's like a legitimate contender in the fighting game space now. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think it's yeah. I, I think, think it's finally coming into its own. Yeah, it, t- it took a while, but like the consistent netcode and the dedicated player base definitely yeah. helped. Yeah. And as do with a lot of smaller yeah. fighting games. Oh, yeah. Uh, Skullgirls. I mean, if we want to, yeah, if we're going to talk about mm-hmm. dedicated player base, uh, Skullgirls, and then there's been a resurgence lately of classic fighting games being played online, whether it be with mm-hmm. online emulators or. Parsec, yeah. Parsec. Parsec or, or Ultimate Marvel 3 has been really popular yep. as of late. Ultimate Marvel 3 has been resurging. Obviously, we've got these anniversary collections, mm-hmm. and then you've got Code Mystic. In there with dominating. their SN- dominating with their SNK stuff, mm-hmm. it's like classic fighting games are finally making a comeback. I yeah, think Samurai, super- the Samurai Showdown 30th Collection that's going to have all Samurai Showdowns, including a special, never released version of Samurai Showdown Five, is going to be really good. If only the current Samurai Showdown could get the Code Mystic touch with yeah. rollback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be nice, uh, especially with how much that you can tell SNK wants that game to succeed. Right, it's a beautifully simple game. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like people have gushed about it before, like Samurai Showdown was one of the best games that came out. Mm-hmm. Was it last year? Um, was it two years ago? It was last year, I believe, twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, it was one of the better games to come out of twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think had Smash not wrongfully been getting <laughs> fighting game of the year because it's not a fighting game, uh, I will fight everyone in the comments over that. Um, well, yeah, yeah I mean, we can have that discussion I mean, again. Day. Again, this is my opinion. It's not. Not, to, rid- not related to the organization. It's my personal feel. opinion. Uh, no, like if Smash wasn't wrongfully getting fighting game of the year, it would have come down to 
Mortal Kombat 11, which I have gone on record saying is probably my favorite fighting game ever, and Samurai Showdown. And I feel like Samurai Showdown could have pulled it out on that. I think it, from a technical aspect, does what it wants to do better than Mortal Kombat does. Yeah. Although I will say, I think Mortal Kombat delivers a more satisfying experience for gamers of all types, not just fighting games. Fair enough. I mean, you know, I have my own personal preferences and things of that nature. But it's nice to see uh, classic fighting games and Samurai Showdown. Given some love, especially. And with, uh, you know, the new DLC, they still have one more for their current season at the very least. Yeah. Uh, they might have two. I cannot remember yeah. off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, Skullgirls getting the new character, Annie of the Stars, yeah. in yeah. both the mobile game and second Encore is pretty how, nice. How long has it been since Skullgirls added a new character? Oh, man. A lot of years. Not since... Uh, Not since, obviously, the like second Fu- Encore. Yeah, Fukua, Robo Fortune, Big Band, and those characters were all DLC. Beowulf. Like... Yeah. Not since those, so at least since like 2014, 15. Yeah. So, so I, I a long it's period of time. It's great to be seeing a game like that get some kind of support mm-hmm. after all this time. It would be like if you saw like it'll probably a new character that, yeah. added to the Switch version of Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Right? That would be like if they introduced yeah. a secret unlockable variant of Guile. Like Ultra <laughs> American Guile. Ultra American Guile. He's yeah. just, he has a American tattoo like on his face and hair. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's Beautiful. Just, he's just red, white, and blue all the way down. <laughs> His sonic boom is replaced with the paw of an eagle. Or a firework. Yeah, I, I think a paw of an eagle. Maybe oh, no. We gotta stop. The Street Fighter dev team is gonna listen to him. Right, seriously. It'd be nice if they did, right? I've been attempting to plug this podcast. Places, <laughs> but, you know, uh, we'll see We'll see what happens. No, I'm excited hey, man. I don't mind about it. the future of Street Fighter. Uh, yeah. If we want to get into Street Fighter Five right now, uh, we've got a character coming out. Is it this fall or this December? Um, this winter, this winter, at some point, it'll be Mr. Dan Hibiki. I am on board with Dan Hibiki. I have sorely missed his presence in Street Fighter. He's probably the character that if they were going to do a season five, which they are, he was going to be, he was going to make it. Yeah. I mean, he is a fan favorite. Yeah. And I think more fan favorites in that game just help it out a lot. Oh, absolutely. I think that he's the one character from the Alpha series that desperately needed to make it in the game and especially with Sakura and Blanca already being in the game yeah it makes things easier Rose and Oro to be expected yeah those Uh, were ones that were yeah Rose was heavily requested from what I'm aware of Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know a lot about Rose Uh, I know a little bit more about Oro I know Oro is a Street Fighter 3 era character Third Strike baby did he debut in Third Strike I don't know if he debuted in Third Strike but he is a Street Fighter 3 character and is he's apparently getting redesigned in a lot of ways to like I hope he gets like yeah first of all two arms Oro has two arms now he's balancing a turtle in one arm though dude I'm on board with that turtle that turtle is a mood his turtle combined with like Sagat's tiger and stuff like that good can we get like pet characters can we get Street Fighter can we get Street Fighter pet edition where it's just like (laughs) is that a new version of Pocket Fighter yeah pretty much yeah it's like a like a mobile game where you uh, you play as Sagat's tiger Oro's turtle, and then like tiger uppercut. Exactly, well, literal easy. tiger uppercut. Easy, easy. That's easy. You money. play as Oro's turtle. You play as uh, <laughs> somebody had a bird, right? Right. So, uh, somebody has Zeku's a, got a bird. In yeah, his, uh, Ze- honor. yeah. Zeku's got a bird. There you go. You mm-hmm. get Zeku's bird. You get uh, Cody's secretary, and then <laughs> Sagat's tiger. Oh no! But uh, yeah, the fourth character uh, that they announced is definitely the most interesting, which yeah. is Akira Kazama. From Rival, from Rival Schools. Schools. So Rival Schools is one of those 
lesser-known Capcom fighting games? Yeah, it, it was basically a kind of... It, it's not a tie-in to the EX series, which was, like, their first kind of foray into almost doing 3D stuff. But, but it's it was, similar yeah. gameplay style? It's very similar to Virtual Fighter in a lot of ways. Oh, okay. Uh, but, like, with the same Virtual Fighter of, Revival, please? Yeah. Like, Seriously, if, Virtual Fighter Five should happen. We need but, more 3D fighting games, because I don't want to be stuck playing Tekken and Soul Calibur. If I want to play a decent fair enough, game. yeah, there was a big saturation of 3D fighting games back in the day, and I yeah, feel like Mortal that's kind of 3D. Yeah, you're kind of stuck between the two right now. But yeah, Rival Schools was like had that Street Fighter flashiness with the 3D kind okay. of an aspect. It's been a while since one of those games came out, if I remember correctly. Right? Oh yeah, Rival Schools hasn't been around since the arcade days, at the very least. But it had like Sakura as a guest character; okay. she knows all uh, the people in there. Didn't Karen debut in that? Yeah, Karen and Karen Kanzuki. Yeah, yeah. kind of. I think they she either debuted in it or also guest starred like Sakura did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, I, it's clearly Capcom being like, "Yes, we hear the fans. We understand what they want. We're gonna give you right a character you want." Right. Too bad she's not gonna come out until like next winter. Yeah, seriously, it's gonna take <laughs> over a year for all this stuff to be completed, and that's how yeah. that's how I can tell. That's quarantine, that, baby. I mean, yeah, it's outside of quarantine. That's how I can tell that this was not. No, not I think at they all. intended to end with Seth and then go into Street Fighter Six, mm-hmm. and then something happened. I th- and of yeah. course, I'm not I'm not just regurgitating what I've seen online, what I've seen on YouTube. I legitimately think that Street Fighter Six was going to be announced within the next two years, mm-hmm. and then something happened. So they need, so Capcom's like, well, we're not making another Marvel versus Capcom as much money <laughs> oh, as that only, would make. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, can we get another Marvel versus Capcom? I though? think Marvel like, just makes it hard. Marvel definitely makes it hard, but also like. We got Doctor Doom in Fortnite. Like we can get Doctor Doom oh, in Marvel man. versus Capcom. I I want it. I w- I wish Marvel Four would happen. Yeah, and I hope it does within the next or couple does that, of years. Wait, wait, is Marvel Infinite technically Marvel Four? Mm. Would the next game have to be called Marvel versus Capcom Five? Maybe. I don't know. Can we get Marvel Five? I don't know. Infinite's like so much of a dark horse that yeah. I don't know. Can we get a? Can we get a reboot of Marvel superheroes? Not the, bad. The hey man, if there are remastered versions of Marvels One and Two, and even maybe like uh, Children of the Atom or X Men V Street Fighter, like updated ports to put on modern consoles would be great. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I don't think Capcom's going to do it. it, it but would, it would make them too much money. Yeah, it would make them too much money. Yeah. But a Marvel collection would be amazing. Yeah. If we can get like a, and especially because this year is a big anniversary for Marvel too. I thought they were going to announce yeah uh, twenty years a, a digital uh, re release. Marvel 20th 2. anniversary Marvel 2 would be very fun. I, I bet you Disney's making money. Yeah, I bet d- you. yeah, most likely. It's There's so many most. licenses of Marvel products now due to the movies. Yeah. I mean, that said, like, if we wanted to, like, dreamcast ourselves... Mm. Yeah, 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 I, I said that <laughs> that's, a, that's getting a little too if, deep if, into if we, it. I mean, if we wanted a dreamcast, like, a dream team of, like, Marvel mm. 4 characters, I mean, first of all, you gotta go Black Panther. And I'm not just saying this because we were, we're recording this uh, soon after the unfortunate uh, death of Chadwick Boseman. Uh, rest in peace. Rip, rip in Wakanda. Rest, rest in peace, Wakanda forever. You know, mm-hmm. like, like our, my yeah. heart goes out to the family. Of course, of course, but of course. But like, Black Panther is one of those characters at this point that is so universally, so universally beloved. Um, he's, I mean, essentially at this point, he's reaching A-tier status when a decade ago if you mentioned Black Panther, mm-hmm. people were insinuating it's like a political affiliation or something. Um, right, I mean, like... I mean, and, um, unless, of course, you're talking to people that understand comics. Yeah, like, you, he's a great character, and I think his play style in Infinite was great, too. Oh, yeah. So, like, if, I'm, if I was just talking from a complete gameplay 
perspective. From a gameplay perspective, been, before uh, you you yeah. uh, you put on a new Marvel game, you don't even have to tie it to Capcom, right? It doesn't have to be a Marvel right. just Capcom game. It doesn't have to be a it's just, just, just a Marvel game. fighting game in general. Yeah, Marvel, Marvel fighting game. Yeah. And then you make him play like Saber Wolf in Street Fighter. Or uh, no, like X Men X Men V Street Fighter? <laughs> no, you make sorry, sorry, no mm-hmm. you Saber Wolf from Killer Instinct. You make him play like Saber Wolf from Killer, Killer Instinct. Killer, oh yeah, your comics on the brain. Mm-hmm. I have got comics on the brain. So no, like I'm with you there. Yeah. I understand. You make him play like uh, mm-hmm. like Saber Wolf. Right. I think that's the perfect way to have right. him play. Maybe splice in a little bit of what you see in like like a Liu Kang type of character. Splice in a little bit of that, and you've got a very interesting character. Fair enough. I think. Fair enough. I mean, you got to go with the the mainstays of Marvel, right? So you've got to have Wolverine. You've got to have like yeah. Spider-Man, no, I know. Captain I know. America, it, Iron Man, Hulk. Like th- those yeah. are those are a given, but like we're gonna throw in some like weird characters, right? Uh, why not lead with somebody like Juggernaut? I mean, yeah, it's it's cool to speculate about Marvel Four yeah. if it would ever happen. Yeah, I mean, of if course, it would happen. Yeah, if Dream Roster, if wink, obviously, wink, obviously nudge, Dream Roster. Nudge. You give us Venom. You give us <laughs> uh, you give us the Black Knight because the Black Knight's the best character in Marvel. So all right, right, all right. Aaron's so getting Aaron's getting on. into his bias. All right, we're gonna move, but on. that's okay. We're but anyway, I saw something soothing, super interesting, Aaron. On what a, did you see? Oh, man. There's this great Twitter account called Scrub Quotes. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. They really, they released this thing that was super interesting because there was, and if people here who are listening to us right now, you kind of know what I'm talking about. There was one that was labeling, was talking about Fantasy Strike a little bit. And if you don't know what Fantasy Strike is, it is a free-to-play fighting game with a lot of mo- like motion inputs, i.e. like Smash, you know, like one-button specials. Somewhat like Power Rangers, someone like Grand Blue in some cases, though Grand Blue is very optional with that. Yeah, and Grand Fantasy Strike is a very different and more simplistic fighting game in a lot of ways. And they were talking about, like, this is the way that fighting games need to be. No complex motion inputs. You mean you don't like pretzel motions? Yeah. I love me a good pretzel. Soft pretzel I'll with some salt on it? Hell you, like, my, yeah. My brother picked, started picking up old KOFs once he built his PC. Mm-hmm. Um... He asked me what a motion was on geese. I'm like, bro, that's a pretzel motion. He's like, oh man, I want to do that. Yep, there you go. It's like, but anyway, it's interesting to talk about it because motion inputs are. I don't want to say something is blunt as they're not hard, but they, in all honesty, they take time. They take a little bit of time to accustom yourself to, which I I understand why that's a barrier to some people. But at the same time, it's like you got to put you got to invest in the game you're playing. I mean, I I can tell you right now, it's not that they're not hard. Right, because some motions are kind of difficult, like getting a double quarter circle or a half circle mm, into mm, a quarter mm. circle. But at the same time, there's half circles and quarter circles in 2K, in, <laughs> NB, in NBA 2K20. I only I did not know that. I did not know that. I only knew this because it was free on PlayStation Plus in July. Okay. So I, I I played it enough to get my money's worth, um, out of a free game. So I, I played it. Yeah. Like and a couple times. There are half circles in that game. So if people who play two, and I'm not, I'm not talking down on people who play 2K because clearly they are much more skilled <laughs> than I am because it's a hard ass game. Um, so I've heard. Yeah, it's it's a surprisingly difficult game to be good at. But like, there are half circles in that game, and if somebody who plays 2K and can and like grasps 2K, yeah, a game for sports fans who I'm I'm not dissing sports fans, but also like they're not the most gamery gamers. Uh, <laughs> If I guess can, that is they, one that is one way to put it. If, if they can yeah. if they can grasp how to do a quarter circle at like a very specific interval, anybody can. Yeah, I think anybody can. I think 
games that are balanced around one button inputs are fine, and games that are balanced around more complex inputs Much are also fine. Yeah. Very, very, very interesting how some people just do not feel the need, like the fact that they'll, they'll look at the move list, they'll see a quarter circle, they'll see a half circle, they'll see like a charge. Motion. They're they're intimidating. Yeah, they they look intimidating. Move lists can look intimidating, just oh, in yeah. general, especially oh. if you're like a new time, your first fighting game, you boot it up, you look at the move list, like, what are you doing? Yeah, you exactly. Know? Like so, like my first fighting game that I like paid attention to the move list for was Mortal Kombat Nine. Mm-hmm. Right, I'll tell you right now, Mortal Kombat Nine is a very intimidating move list. If you look at how to do a bicycle kick with Liu Kang, you have no idea what you're doing. It yeah, wasn't it like back forward forward or forward back back or something? It was like, like a that? back forward back. Like, I mean, it's, it's not the worst input in the world, but it's no. like. Like, yeah, we're talking, like, pretzel motions like we did earlier. Yeah, that's, pretzel like, motions. that's, like, back diagonal, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah. even, a, even a tiger knee motion is intimidating. Yeah. Sure you can. People are like, I don't know how to do this. It's like, yeah, well, four, you just yeah. go on that forward and forward. Yeah. But then it relates to, like, how much time they're willing to put in. Exactly. Like, are they willing to step into practice mode and learn how to do a quarter circle once? Even if they just go into training mode until they get it. Right? Exactly. doesn't even have to be consistently. Like, until they get it. It's very much player investment. I think player investment is a really good topic just to talk about. Like, yeah. what gets a player invested into a fighting game? Because there's a lot of games that will try and sell you on a very surface level, like with things that we've talked about before. Characters, Characters aesthetics, music, um, franchises. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things. But then once the person is, okay, I'm sold, I've bought the game, or I've downloaded the game's demo or trial. What, what keeps them playing? What keeps them playing? We've talked about it a little bit before. Depth over simplicity. That was like on one of our earlier podcasts yeah. way back when. Yeah, if you're willing to commit the time to a game, a deeper game is probably... I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's going to be better, but it might be a more fulfilling experience, mm-hmm. right? So something with like a, you know, like a Guilty Gear or like like a drag, like even a team fighter, right? So like, or, or a Tekken. Th- mm-hmm. Those sorts of games where there's depth in the gameplay system, in the way the game that's going to keep people playing uh, now why Dragon Ball specifically because it seems like kind of a simple game the characters don't do a lot it's because there's it's not that there's so many characters but because you have to learn three of them right it's a team, that, it's a team game it's, it's a team game and also like the different team combinations and what works well where that's what you're going to get or I mean you mm-hmm. can say the mm-hmm. same about the variation system in Mortal Kombat um, there's a lot of depth in that but there's also a lot of depth in like Guilty Gear because the mechanic the universal mechanics are so deep right there's a, definitely a lot that kind of goes on with figuring out, like, what's the deep part of the game. Like, yeah. the, the discovery portion of yeah. it. Like, so this like, is what my character can do, yeah. this is what they can't. Yeah, and sometimes it's not what the character can do, but it's how the character interacts with the engine, right? So, like, in, mm-hmm. like in a Tekken, right? In a Tekken... The movement. The movement and mm-hmm. the universal mechanics and the understanding of hitboxes is what's deep. Right, and to something like then you got then you got to think about like, like some of the conversations where the yeah. is in the, the moves. Right, some of this conversation. I mean, like we got to understand the new player mentality. Like some yeah. of the conversations that we just talked about: hitboxes, sidestepping, movement. These are all concepts that are completely lost on somebody who is oh, just into fighting game. If somebody's playing Smash and they really like Terry Bogard, and they go to find the game Terry came from, and they look at a King of Fighters game. Mm-hmm. They're, they're likely to be intimidated by some of the inputs, Absolutely. like 100%. They'll be like, I did Power Geyser once. Even just to play as Terry, <laughs> it's like, I've seen Buster Wolf performed, but 
but I've never done it because Buster Wolf is a very intimidating move to attempt. To yeah, it's wolf. a double a double quarter circle to a new player is like, oh man, I got to do this twice this fast. Exactly. Exactly. It's not when you're somebody who's done it a lot of times, like myself or you, then that's like that experience. It becomes muscle memory. It's much easier. Exactly. But like then you look at somebody who's just getting into a fighting game, somebody who's just getting into Guilty Gear, for example. They look at Soul doing volcanic fight. They're like, that's the coolest move I've ever seen. Like, he shouts Volcanic Viper and there's a pillar of flame that comes out. I want to do that move. And then they go into practice mode and they dedicate the time to themselves to input Volcanic Viper. But Volcanic, they have Volcanic Viper. They learn that it's a Shoryuken motion. Like, down, diagonal, forward. They're like, that's very hard, but I want to do that. That's the only move I want to know how to do. And so they do. And, and then, then suddenly they, that opens them up to, like, the possibility half of a fighting game's right uh, move list. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that's just all they want. They just want to go online and volcanic viper people. Understandable. Yeah. Like that's the investment portion of the fighting game. But then what happens when those that investment turns into self improvement? So that's really when you start getting dedicated to something, right? So like, the reason. So like. There are proper steps to these things. I exactly, think. exactly. There's so, there's like, so have, many plateaus that you have to go through. Yeah. So there, there, there's like the game that you're interested in because you like the characters, right? So like, I am a fan of DC Comics, so I'm gonna play Injustice Two. Right. Right. I like, and I'm just gonna throw out an example here. I like Atrocitus. Right. right. Atrocitus is my I'm favorite a big, villain big in Red DC. Lantern fan. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Red Lanterns in DC, so I'm gonna play as Atrocitus, and so I'm gonna learn how to play Atrocitus. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to learn Atrocities is kind of hard, right? Right. You're going you're gonna to say something like, okay, I'm a new fighting game player. I've never done a motion input in my whole life. How am I supposed to do strings? Right. Like, How am I supposed to understand canceling? Yeah, it's like, how do I input just like pressing the four button string that he has? Yeah. One, one, two, four, I believe, Maybe. I is the string. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but like, what's the timing on that? Yeah. How do I perform it? I think that looks cool. Yeah. And it's when they get past the, oh, this move looks cool. Oh, I like this character. Mm-hmm. That they get dedicated to learning. Yeah, right, right so after like, the investment. And I think this game is cool and I want to learn it more. Exactly. It's when they fall in love with the game over its aesthetic, over its characters. Right. So, like, for example, I am not sold on Grand Blue. So, I just, I haven't played Grand Blue. I have no reason to play it. Like, I enjoy the gameplay of Lancelot, but... And I don't have any reason to go any further. But but if there was like a character that was like super big to you. Exactly. Like one that you like found super aesthetically pleasing yeah, or just yeah. like their personality yeah, or their if attitude. I, if I liked and here's the thing. With me, a lot has to line up. I can really like a character. So you just like, like Narmaya, right? <laughs> I, I don't know that reference. Uh, but like so those of you who've played Grand Blue, you know my okay, reference. Okay, so like in Mortal Kombat 11, I really like Johnny Cage. I think Johnny Cage is one of the Funniest characters in video games. I think he's great. I can't play Johnny Cage to save my life. So I'm like, the character's kind of lost on me, right? If Johnny Cage was the only character I liked in Mortal Kombat 11, and I just was not sold on his gameplay style, you can bet I'm probably dropping Mortal Kombat 11. Right. right. But because I like Spawn, and I like Kano, and I like Fujin, whose so gameplay is lost yeah. on me, because I like those characters, then I'm, I'm stuck with the game. And I like how yeah. Mortal Kombat 11 plays. Um, it, get, it gets into yeah. that mindset of like, you invest what you choose to invest in, and that's where the learning process starts. Exactly. So, like, Matt, you really like Killer Instinct. Not yes, just because of the music, not just because of the aesthetic, not just because of the history of the franchise, but because 
Fulgore is really cool. Oh, yeah. Fulgore has good moves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just, it's a fun game to play. It is. It's one of those things where all the stars kind of align into, you want to learn this character, you want to invest in the time. I think a great example of this with me personally is Zato 1 from Guilty Gear XR2. He is a character that is extremely complicated to play in a lot of times. He's essentially controlling two characters at once. But I love his aesthetic, voice, and attitude, and that kind of does it for me. We've talked about it. Character self-fighting games, we've already talked about it. But what sells you to learn? What starts to learn? What starts that like sponge-like process of you exuding learning information? And it's those simple, that same kind of simple factors. It's, it's when you start having fun with a game. Right. right. It's so when like, you want to t- take the dive. Like, what makes you want to take the dive? Yeah. So, like, like for example, I like I personally, I can respect how good of a game Skullgirls is, but when I play Skullgirls, I don't have fun. Like, there's nothing about it that screams like, yes, this is a game that I'm going to have fun playing over right. and over and, and over. There, there are different and that's things that click for everybody, yeah. That's just me. Like, I have fun playing Street Fighter V. I enjoy playing as Alex and as Ed and as Ken. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. There, right? Everybody has their own preferences. Everybody's going to find first. fun in different places. Mm-hmm. And basically, you just have to find your fun in a fighting game. Right. So if your fun is spamming a low rifle shot from the other side of the screen and cackling in Will Smith, then <laughs> go ahead, play Injustice 2, play that true, shot. True, Like, be three years behind the curve. Be the gunman. Yeah, yeah, be three years behind the curve. Be the gunman. Yeah. Be, be who you want to be. But, okay, let's let's take it back a little bit. So, say that you have a friend of yours. Uh, this could be anybody listening, or us in general. Yeah, it could be your friend, it could be your roommate, mm-hmm. it could be a brother, sister, you want You want to get them into fighting games. They have expressed interest in wanting to learn at some point. Be like, hey, I've always wanted to learn Street Fighter, or I've always wanted to play Mortal Kombat a little bit more, or Dragon Ball, or something of that nature. How do you go about getting to them to that, like, self-investment portion. Well, the first thing is you have to figure out what game they really want to play, right? So... you got to figure out what they're co- what clicks for them. Exactly. What game is going to click for them, right? So not everybody is going to want to play a 2D fighter. Right. But also not everybody's going to want to play Tekken. Yeah, some people might be like, I want to play a 3D fighter, but I love the freedom of movement of Soul Calibur more. Or I love the weapons, the character design, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Then you have to figure out do they really want to play Soul Calibur or do they want to just play Tekken and play as Noctis, you know? Right, yeah. Like, those are the little clicks that you got to find. Exactly. And they Mass exposure just, is a good thing. Yeah, exactly. The, the more, basically, the more games they play, the more they're going to figure out what game they want to play. And then, even if they're not liking the one game, they can learn concepts from that game that apply to the other one. Exactly. Like a, just maybe, even if it's like the simplicity of a quarter circle. Right? So, like, if you know somebody that really, really wants to play Gauru Mark of the Wolves, but they hate the gameplay of Gauru Mark of the Wolves... <laughs> maybe, I can't see why you would. I, exactly. But maybe it's just not for them. Maybe it's right? not for them. Maybe they don't like the characters. Maybe they really like King of Fighters, and they really like Rock Howard, and they really like Terry Bogard, but they mm-hmm. really don't like well, let's the just aesthetic say, yeah. of King of Fighters 14. What if, what if Billy the Smash player loves Terry, like we said earlier, yeah. or loves Ryu and wants to see the game they came from. Like, how do you get them into that mode where you, uh, they want to learn Street Fighter or KOF or something of that nature. What you do is, you may, you point out the cool stuff. You point out, like, some of the nice 
You point out what you like about a game. Or you'd like... Even if you don't like a game, there's going to be something you do like about it. You saturate. you got to saturate them to what the game has to offer. This is what the fun part is. Like, if I'm teaching... If I'm teaching people, like, showing people KOF for the first time, I'm going to show them, like, Max Mode Cancels and Supers. Yeah. Well, and more importantly, I'm going to show them Billy Kane because it's a beautiful <laughs> man. It's a beautiful man with a beautiful stick. Hey, man. All i got to show them is Geese Howard, man. Geese Howard die forever. Yeah. Instantly invested. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or even better, say they're switching from one fighting game to another. Say they're switching from Tekken 7, and they right. really like Geese Howard and Tekken. Oh, yeah. And they want to play King of Fighters. Well, then they have to get used to a whole new movement system, and they have to get used to a whole new engine and a whole mm-hmm. new way of thinking. How do you get them invested in King of Fighters if all they like about it is Geese Howard? Well, that's one Tekken. thing. You can tell them, as a person who's played both, you can tell them that, okay, they, he has the same kind of button commands as that one, and he has some of the same command inputs that he has in Tekken. So you got to find what relates to them personally. Right. you got to find what relates to them, because then that kind of spark, when they start the spark on their own, then they start to learn on their own. And then they, then you guide them. You have sure. to stick with them even when they get the spark of their own, because they're going to get their ass beat. <laughs> you, have to, you have to be there, and you have to be patient. Right? You have to be extremely there patient. There has to be patience all around, right? So, like, see... I say I'm at a comic book store and it's not 2020. Say it's like 2023 and the world is like safe again. And if there, you can go if there's outside. one takeaway from this podcast, be patient with be, new players. Be patient don't, with new players. Don't, be patient don't, with don't gatekeep them just because they can't do a Hadouken right away. Yeah, yeah. be patient. Honestly, be patient. That's probably like a good moral. Anyway. Yeah, seriously. So like, say I'm hanging out at a place with some friends, right? And mm-hmm. a buddy of mine is like, hey man, like I love the IDW Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comics, and I see you playing those fighting games all the time. Right. Is, do, do anything for the Ninja Turtles? I'm like, my guy, listen, we got that Injustice There he goes goodness. again. It's Injustice, I'm, dude. Okay, Injustice, okay, do this. Injustice, do that. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm, I'm kidding. kidding. I'm, I mean, that's the kind of vibe that I'm in for this podcast. I, no, I, get I you. recently unpacked it. And I'm going to start yeah. playing again soon. But it's like, hey, man, you got the Ninja Turtles in this game. It's like, wow, that's really cool. Why do I keep losing online? I paid money for these characters. It's right. Like, well... Let me tell you, my friend, you got to be motivated, right? Because it's it's not just, like, being motivated, right? Because I can, I can be motivated to do anything. I can be motivated to go, yeah. like, walk down the street, you know? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll walk down the street. Great motivation. Usually the best answer to somebody who says, why am I keep losing online? It's, have you been in training mode yet? Yeah, honestly. And then then if they say yes, you're just like, have you really been in training have mode you, yet? Have you, uh... Have you done a full moveless pep down? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not just, like, breaking down a moveless, right? Because not, not everybody's going to know how a training mode works right and that's like the big thing is like you've got all these tutorials online for fighting games it's like oh how to do this flashy combo with right don't you don't want to start off with how how to do how how to do your uh m bison combos and your Mm -hmm. uh kim kapwan combos right Uh, like those are those are nice but like i have not seen a single a single tutorial video on how to work a training mode in a fighting yeah. game. Usually they just have they just give it to you and they're like, yeah. go wild. It's like this is training mode. Some Same are good, mode. some are kind of trash. Right? So like I didn't figure out how to do like move recordings until like this summer. Yeah. I didn't figure out that you could use that to learn punishes. I'm like, whoa, that's kind of weird. Why would you want to do that? Uh yeah, it's so that you can learn block timing and right. punishing and, and that's, carries and that's another one of those beginner mentality that you don't know that they don't know. Exactly. It's so much in a fighting game is not to you right like yeah. it's like yeah you have to discover the combos like on your own. i'll it's test like, you real quick how do you quick rise in street fighter 5 i uh, double tap uh, double tap uh i 
Might be double tap up. I know light punch, medium punch together is quick rise. Oh, okay. We well, see. I don't know yeah. anything. See, like, I, I there's like, stuff that I don't. We're not claiming to be experts and know it alls. Yeah. Well, here's there's the so part, though, much like, there. So, like in Street Fighter Five, I think this is a really good example. Mm -hmm. In Street Fighter Five, next to a move that can be EXed, it says EX. It does not tell you how to EX. How to EX. <laughs> so, it doesn't. It doesn't tell you anything about what the super meter does. It doesn't tell you how to read the HUD. And God knows Guilty Gear needs to teach people how to read their That's HUDs. That's fair. The there's first they need so to redesign their HUD. Well, there, there's <laughs> so many meters in Guilty Gear. It's like, wait a minute. You're telling me there is a meter for everything. Yep. First that tension, etc. <laughs> and, and here, you know what would be great is if like there was like universal words for everything, mm -hmm. but instead it's like, no, 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 no. Uh, you have your health gauge, sometimes called HP, sometimes called a life bar. And that's, like, you can figure that out, I think out, right? fighting games could do a much better job. Sometimes it's called meters, sometimes process. it's called charge, sometimes it's called rage, sometimes it's called burst. It's like, wow, maybe, like, maybe it's not the inputs that need to be beginner-friendly, maybe it's the language of I think, fighting games. Yeah, I think Tekken is an egregious example of this. They don't really give you anything. No. They kind of just throw you into the they nest. They give you frame data. No. you got to pay for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to pay for punishment training, too, a little bit. Or, no, that was a free update, but, like, still. It yeah, was exactly. an update. It had to exactly. be added in. Exactly. A lot of these games, they... Gameplay-wise, they're complete. But as far as accessibility, they're incredibly... Accessibility of fighting games is very bad right now. Yeah. And I think it's a one thing that takes a big hit on the genre, because you look at some of these other games, and there's a lot of good tutorial content yeah. or, or it's or they're more simple in the game in general i mean yeah because here's the thing you have all these developers simplifying the gameplay to draw new players and, and at the same time not, yeah they're gonna get their ass kicked the same way exactly whereas the old players who are complaining about that change i doubt they would complain if there were a tutorial tutorial Right. Or a training mode like tutorial. how to look at the it's tutorial. Funny. I'm sick and tired of tutorials just being combo trials that's like heavy punch into light or punch like not or something even like that. combo trials, just like, hey, let's perform a special move. Yeah. And then giving you an example of when it can be used. Yeah. Which is nice, but at the same time, if a developer says, hey, we want this character to be a grappler, and it turns out they just have a strong projectile, suddenly yeah. you've got a zoner that yeah. can also grapple. That can also do combos, and you're not playing a fighting game. You're playing against Liu Kang in Mortal Kombat. I agree. 11. I think Street Fighter Five is a great example of the trial modes present to you combos that are somewhat practical, or at the very least universal. Yeah. But in comparison to in just well, comparison to Street Fighter Four, which had a lot of FADC and impractical one frame link combos that were never going to really be done in a match. Yeah. Well, then, like even uh, even Street Fighter Five, they have a tutorial mode. Where they show you how to do the basic stuff and like what's changed and like this is what Alex's uh, V skill does. Thank you, by the way, Capcom, for including that and not yeah. including that in the in the move list description. <laughs> like, hey, maybe like tell us what the hell moves do because I don't speak Japanese. I don't know what Hadouken means. <laughs> I don't know what that means, Capcom. Hey, man, I just know the Shoryuken means Dragon Fist. You see how that makes sense? Yeah. But I don't speak Japanese, so I wouldn't know that. Rising Dragon Fist. Yeah, here's the thing. If I wasn't culturally aware, <laughs> and I didn't know what a Shoryuken was, and I saw that in the move list, I'm like, huh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. That's dumb, right? Yeah, but I mean, if I like, see a move that is called 
rising phoenix flare kick or whatever. Hey, man, Shoryuken is, like, so culturally ingrained by yeah, this I mean, point. Yeah, I, okay, so a better example would be uh, SNK games, right? I don't speak Korean. I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> I don't know what the hell Kim's moves do. I only recently learned that one of his super moves is called Phoenix Kick from a phone <laughs> game. <laughs> you think, so, like, yeah, accessibility to all... Yeah, tell people what shit does. Yeah, I think telling people what... The context clues that other languages present is also good. Yeah, like, I think, how like, the fuck am I supposed... Sorry, sorry. The how the line, hell am I supposed yeah. to know that one of Kim's super moves literally is just a big kick that continues combos? Now, what are, you, you guys listening might not be, like, thinking, it's like, oh, what is that? What is doing that do? Like, what? Is, it doesn't really mean anything. It just still gives it a cool move name. Well, the fact that the word kick is in it means that it's probably performed with the kick button of some sort. Yeah, well, even then, mm-hmm. hey, maybe tell me what your moves do. Like that's like it's like my big thing. Here. I think it tell would be me great. what a move does, I so think, I know when to use it. I think iteration of fighting games would be great if there was a training mode tutorial. Like, do you know that Soul Calibur and Tekken do do one thing right? You can see examples of what your moves do when you input them. Like it goes to like a diorama display. Yeah, and it shows you what happens. Like this is what the move looks like, and this is what it is what it does. Yeah. I wish games would go further beyond and let you see what it does like on counter hit on an example. Oh, absolutely. Like, I would like, like, maybe I just pick up Steve Fox for the first time in Tekken. Right. How am I supposed to know that his kick buttons are actually sidesteps and dodges? You could go to the move list and look at that diorama that I just said. Exactly. More, but more how do you know that he has like multiple stances? Exactly. And what situations they're used for? If they had like little asterisks next to them and said they are like... Dead the one dodge they show they show the example and it has like a little text blurb above it that says good you can dodge high attacks exactly or something so, like that it would like, be, that's not usually said no I think dev tips would be like one of the most useful things in fighting games right is it like dev tips next to moves dev tips next to characters right because you have so many people that are like hey I love how this character looks teach me how to play this character Kill, yeah but I don't want to play it's like oh this is how they're supposed to be played I don't want to play them how they're supposed to be I want to play them the way I want to play them. Right. Killer Instinct's dojo mode is a great example of this done right because it tells you all the different aspects of Killer Instinct's systems. Yeah. Like counter breaker, shadow break, shadow counter, combo breakers, uh, what certain moves are used to do what. Well, and, and again, the understanding of the new player mindset exactly is extremely important because as experienced fighting game players, we're all teachers. Exactly. People will always come up to us and sit next to us during a set and they've never played a fighting game in their life and they will ask us, is that punishable? Is that safe? What does that do? I've never seen that before, etc. Wow, and it that is, character's really cool. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you just did that combo. Wow, we want, I, can't be, yeah. like, I can't believe you just pulled that out. Wow, that's a really cool super move. If we want our genre to grow and be as popular as some of the others and not be a poverty genre... Yeah, seriously. Then, if we want our games yeah. to have budgets... Then we gotta be real willing to accept new players. New players. That doesn't mean simplifying things. No. Going back to the motion oh, no. input discussion. No, that just means being available. Means, that means we as players need to be available, and we need to let developers know, hey, this is what would help new players, and that would be like explanations of what things do. Right. Being even the like stuff ex- that takes us years of self discovery to find, presenting it up front. Exactly. Like, maybe put next to certain characters, like, suggested play styles. Even, even yeah. if it's just, like, 
This is Zangief. Zangief should be used as a grappler. The YouTube right. channel Blasted Salami does a great job of this with Tekken characters, Grand Blue characters. Uh, I've seen imitation videos on different channels, news names I can't think of, like Pokin. Ones that break down characters tell you this character's strengths is that they're good up close and they have fast buttons, but their weaknesses is that they get whiff punched a lot or something of yeah. that sort. And their difficulty is probably around the intermediate side. Exactly. So they have some complex mover that's, stances. That's what fighting games need. It needs to be more... You can never have too much tutorial need, It needs to be more transparent. Transparency. Like, like I, don't, I don't need to huge. see the source code for Power Rangers Battle. Mm -hmm. I don't need to see that. Right. But what would be nice is if you told me how to... Is if, like, the game said, hey, this is a playstyle that works best for Red Ranger. And this is beyond just showing the frame data when they have, like, a frame data display. Yeah, this is like, hey, this is the developer actively going and saying, this is what this character is good at. Mm -hmm. Like, I know what minus three means. New players aren't going to. Yeah, new players don't even know how to count frames. Now, right. admittedly, I don't know how to count <laughs> They frames. don't know how to count in general. <laughs> new players don't know what frames mean. New That's players true. aren't going to know that a fighting game runs at 60 frames per second But they natively. would appreciate knowing that Wake Up Shoryuken is punishable. Exactly. Like, maybe instead of calling it frames, calling it like 60ths of a second. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't go super far on that, but I would definitely go, like, the transparency and being clear. Yeah, it's like, a Shoryuken does this. You are left wide open after this. Oh, yeah. Or, like, or, this specific string is good for this, but weak against this. Exactly. This string advances, and then just, like, put in parentheses, moves you forward. Have you ever yeah. seen the word advance before in your life? It could be as simple and obvious as Zangief whiffs an SPD. He's wide open. Yeah. Everyone can see it and everybody knows it. My grandma could punish that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not just saying... Fast reflexes. Your fa is your grandma a rushdown player? <laughs> no. How, how interesting. She plays very defensively. But, yeah. Anyway, I think that's all the time that we got today, actually. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, yeah, but make sure that you uh, follow us on Twitter. That's going to be below. Join our Discord. Join our Discord. Uh, we're always, like, we're, we're happy to have new people. We're happy to teach. And mm -hmm. uh, we got a great community of people. So. Yeah. Learn with us. Get that drive. Find what clicks for you. Exactly. Well, find, find, the yeah. find your fighting game motivation. Uh, this has been Wake Up Options. And once again, just to put it out there, uh, we are not in any way uh, trying to represent the opinions of our organization or our university. Uh, what we're saying is just our opinions and how we feel about these topics. And so if you would like to talk about how great NetherRealm Studios is at uh, <laughs> yeah, whoa, communicating whoa, whoa, whoa. when the skin packs are coming out in the middle of We don't want to flame in the com comments, Oh, oh yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not, you know, just... Like, like, hey, man, you know, just follow, follow us, have fun with us. Follow us on social media. We've got a great new social media guy. He's we're great. happy to have you. Well, yeah, we're happy to have you. So, like, oh, and uh, keep an eye out because we might have merchandise coming soon. Uh, Stay healthy, guys. Have yep. a good one. Yep, don't cough on each other.